This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We're going to continue our conversation here now about whether or not people should be allowed to drink alcohol in public places like beaches and parks. Um, Today on the Orca, the Orca.ca, you can find my column on this topic. Uh, Also on the Orca.ca, you can find a podcast called Unspun that... Features yours truly and the gentleman sitting across from me, former Vancouver City Councillor George Affleck. Hello. So weird to be in this space with you instead of our little closet that we do our podcast That's right. From. I'll meet you at 2.30. <laughs> as soon right. as I'm off the air here, we record another one for this week. But this is a topic that uh, requires some fleshing out. And I absolutely use you as inspiration on this because, what was it, a couple of years ago that you and I sat down yeah. right when you were leaving office. Your thoughts but on... The last hurrah that I tried to But do. I loved it because you <laughs> threw down. You're like, people, come on. The data is clear. You're actually, your polling that you're doing online right now is, is representative of what the polling that the City of Vancouver staff did in a report to us saying that about 80% of residents are cool with drinking in public places in a mass level. So what we're doing, the poll that we're doing is the hot question of the day. Alan Regan, our producers, put it up. I've retweeted it. You can go to at Jody Vance to see it. The question is, should people be allowed to consume alcohol in public beaches and parks? Yes, they're adults or no, it's inappropriate. So 80% saying, yes, you're done. Bring it on. You lived in Europe, didn't you? I did. And how did that go <laughs> with regard to drinking in public, George? Well, I went to Denmark as a high school student on a student exchange when I was 17. And the first thing I, re- I, I was faced with was at the school we were at. This is a high school. There was beer in the uh, coolers, uh, the, the machines, the pop machines. And you could have beer. And I'm like, what is this all in about? In the high school? Yeah. Okay, wow. Uh, I know. Bless so, the Danes. Uh, you got to love this. Of course, good Tuborg. So, you know, you can't get drunk in Tuborg. Uh, so, yeah, that was my first in- induction. And then, of course, the beaches. Uh, with you know, they, no problem. Just bring out a beer and have a beer on the beach. No big deal. Like whatever. Uh, and you can even walk around and have a beer if you want. Uh, they just don't like you, you getting wasted. Uh, well, that's and- just it. The uh, Catalano days this past weekend. Yeah. Because at Greek days a couple weeks ago, I was there. Everybody, yeah. All right, everybody's walking around with a beer. Nobody's causing problems. And I was surprised at how easy. I mean, easy. I, it, there was no ticket system, which I hate. Nope. Yeah, uh, you just walked up five bucks for a beer, which I thought good deal. Yeah, and you just got the beer straight out of this from this person. They were everywhere. The booths were everywhere. It was fantastic. Catalano days. No, no. I know, have you to have to line up to get the. It was the mother of all lineups to get too, the beer. Same thing. It's brutal. But what good does that do? That's where the drunken disorderly happens. When you go in, when you wait forever to get in, you go in, you power back some beers until you're like, okay, we're good, and then you walk the. You see the guys mostly, some women mm-hmm. that just like power drink in the beer garden. But but if you're just strolling along with a beer in your yeah, hand... It's, hard, it's really hard to get, you know... What's the pushback here, George? Why is it taking so long for our city to grow there, up? There's this puritanical... Uh, certainly with Vision Vancouver, I always... Surprisingly, for a party that was supposed, supposed to be the youth party, they were very puritanical when it came to this. We, we fought on this issue throughout my time there. I tried to... Because the provincial government changed the regulations a long time ago, about six years ago. And so they made it much more easy. It's up to the cities themselves to decide how alcohol is consumed consumed in the city and how many places there are and all those things and the province is just up to you and so I was really pushing for more places to buy wine and beer um, I, I pushed for the whole drinking the, the lounges the in the uh, drinking in the um, wine uh, the wine uh, in the beer um, craft, places, beer. craft beer places yeah, yeah. I pushed for that but every time I pushed for something Vision would push back on it and I never understood why what they were all about and they were very nanny state kind of government and I think that's the problem when you have 
a nanny state kind of approach to governance. You, alcohol fits into that criteria. They see it as an entry-level drug, uh, and it's only a slippery slope to before you become, uh, you know, a crackhead or something. It, it, it's, it's, you know, I understand. That's kind of what the Vancouver Coastal Health comes and says to council. They will come and say, no, 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 don't Alcoholism loosen. Alcoholism costs gonna, money. We're all going to yeah. die. You know, don't do it. Don't do it. And I'm like, really? Seriously? And they will say examples of alcoholism in other countries where Quebec, where it's much looser and but I don't know. I think there's a point where you go, come on, loosen up. I mean, really? I, I find this binge drinking much more prevalent uh, when you have restrictions. You go, it's funny because in Sweden, which, where I lived as well, have very strict regulations on alcohol. And so you have this, it, what I noticed when I lived in Sweden, this is some years after I was in Denmark, they, this, there is this binge mentality. They go to the liquor store and, on a Friday and they buy all their wine for the weekend. They drink it all by <laughs> midnight on Friday, you know, because they're done. Cause they're, they, and then they can't go, you know, at that time, the, the liquor store were only open on uh, fr- till noon on Saturdays. It was crazy. Yeah, they'd load up. Load up and yeah, get loaded. And, and so here, here's a piece of the puzzle. You just gave me a bit of an aha moment because I was wondering, how is there such lax legislation or whatever it's called, rules in Yarrow, where there's the liquor store gas station and two of them in one block and then a liquor store grocery store on that same block? Because it's up to that municipality. Yeah. That's the aha moment you just gave me. Because if you go to Richmond, you go to the hair salon, they'll offer you a glass of Prosecco. Having a glass of Prosecco in the hair salon, and let me tell you guys, girls take hours getting their hairs did. Uh, you'd like a glass of Prosecco if you're going in after work and whatever. It's illegal in Vancouver to do that. It's ridiculous. I know Naramata has a, a general store. It's the only store in Naramata, And it has alcohol right there. And, and I don't see a lot of chaos in Naramata. No. And so I think there's this mentality that uh, exists in the city of Vancouver specifically, and it seems to be across the region, that uh, that we need to be careful and we need to be sort of a nanny state. And it's if this is just a slippery slope to alcoholism, and I just but don't agree. But the alcoholics that we all, we've all had that disease touch our lives in mm-hmm. one way or another. So nobody's saying, oh, let the, uh, the whatever alcoholics. Those that I know who have a drinking problem or are struck with this disease are going to find their liquor no matter where it's sold. This isn't about making it more available. Yes, it's a disease. It's a disease. So let's treat the disease and help the people who have that issue, that addiction. And let's talk about, you know, the elderly couple having a picnic at Jericho, being able to have a beer without getting a $250 ticket. Clearly the people lying on the blanket oh, eating chips of course. are not... And they're drinking their wine anyways. People are bringing their wine in, in shifty containers. Oh, of course they are. And actually Amanda... I mean, they are. Uh, yeah, Amanda, my partner, has a purse that actually has a hidden... It's a bladder. Compart- <laughs> compart- has a com- <laughs> compartment in it for wine. And uh, it's amazing. It fits two bottles of wine, so it's... Uh... Cats Lano Days walking along. A um, couple of friends and I, we did not have travelers, as we call them, but coming the other way, we're clearly... Of age, four guys, clean cut, walking the street, looking around, taking in the local artisans, whatever. They had solo cups. They'd stopped at wherever, Darby's on the way, whatever. They had solo cups, cops on bikes, and you can't hold the cops accountable because they're just doing their job Mm -hmm. to one thing. But they literally were like, hey, what's in that cup? And the guys were like, nothing, and kept walking. And the cops got off their bike and en masse grabbed these guys, dumped out their cups, it's like, to what end? They weren't causing any Meanwhile, problems. Meanwhile, I go to the downtown east side, <laughs> and where are the cops? Where, well, the cops are trying really hard on the downtown east side, but can't get help mm-hmm. for those with addictions. 
Yes, that's a whole the problem. Other thing going on there, and, and I think that tying those two together uh, is is challenging. And, but you know, I got a lot of hate from people when I came out, to, and I'm sure I'll get some today. Hold that story because I'm going to sure. open the phone lines because you can give George hate right now, right here if you want to. Six zero four two. Open up those lines. Six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight star ninety eight ninety eight on your cell phone. Chime in. What do you think about this? Should people be allowed to drink at beaches and parks in, in Vancouver? Like, is it time or are we just not grown up enough here? We're not mature enough as a city. I think that was how that was posed to us when last it was thrown mm-hmm. down. Um, we're mature enough, though, if it's sold through concession stand run by the city. I think the province would make more money if they just sold it in more spaces because it's highly taxed. Uh, you can find George on Twitter at George underscore Affleck. It's his thing. Uh, People are voting on our hot question of the day, whether or not uh, it's time for people to be allowed to drink in public areas like beaches and parks responsibly in Vancouver. Uh, Michelle on Twitter. um, I'm going to edit this for uh, arable content. There were a couple of profanities thrown, but she said, "Um, look around. Your station is a few short blocks from 20 blocks of pathetic cesspoolness of open drug and alcohol use. Get a clue and grow up. We're not a European tourist mecca. We are blue-collar rain Coover. And uh, Mark said, as long as the goofs who wreck it for everybody are dealt with quickly and effectively, mm-hmm. Las Vegas is in a dry county, but only the idiots get dealt with by the police while the tourists can walk down the strip sipping a mudslide. 604-280-9898, yeah. star 9898 on your cell phone. Let's go to the phone board and you can answer sure. uh, a question or two. We'll start with Gary in Richmond. Hi, Gary. Hey, how are you? Good, Thanks. Thanks, Jody, for taking my call. And guess, uh, many, many years ago, you used to be able to drink in the public parks and the provincial parks and all that kind of stuff. And the, re- the reason I remember that, and I'm probably dating myself here, is because after the weekend was gone, we used to go there and collect all the beer cans and bottle cans we could find, and we'd fill up our vehicles full of them and take them all back and get the money back. And then the government came along and said, well, uh, we don't want this anymore. There's too much litter in the parks. And so they put it into effect that it was law. You couldn't drink in a provincial park anymore. And then all the cities followed suit and said, yeah, no public drinking. Well, I'm sure that we've come to that point now where we could go back to that. And I know a lot of people that do it anyway, and they just keep it in a little cozy or whatever they do with it, a flask, you know, hide it in their coolers. But even if people did throw their cans and bottles out, there's enough people out there that are collecting that stuff as a second source of income living in the lower mainland. You wouldn't have to worry about the litter. I think the only thing you'd have to police is the people that got too inebriated having too much of a good time. Because we wouldn't, we wouldn't want that in Vancouver. Isn't that the way it goes? No, fun Vancouver. That's right. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I think that the dealing with those the, the people that are the hooligans, as Gary Robertson like to call them, um, that's where the, the issue has to come down to. And, and, and for the alcoholics that we talked about earlier, that's another issue altogether. I think that Vegas is a great example that uh, the person tweeted. That, that's a good example. If you've been to Vegas, you're allowed to wander around the city. And Vegas has people from all across some North America, all kinds of walks of life. Yep. And you walk around there, you feel completely fine. And you, there's some people who get really drunk, but of course they're taken care of or they, they're dealt with. And I think that is uh, an example of where you can do it and you can uh, offer that. All right, let's go to Sean in North Vancouver. Welcome to the program, Sean. Hey, Jody. Um, I hear this on a regular basis. I'm a police officer and I patrol beaches. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say, oh, this year are we going to legalize the alcohol? And I'm like, well, I don't think so, but uh, I vote no. And the reason I do 
There's a large percentage of our problems in policing, um, if not society, are, are alcohol-fueled. I've got nothing against alcohol, nothing against drinking. Fair. People are, people are drinking all over the beaches today as it is. It's in a Starbucks cup, a thermos, a water bottle, whatever. You mean you can tell that, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm being yes, glib. Yes. No, I hear what you're saying. So right now we have a ticket for $230 for open alcohol. And that is a good ticket. That's a great leverage for us to keep everyone who is drinking under the radar and acting responsibly. But we need that $230 ticket for open alcohol, one open beer, um, for those who won't or can't. And if we lose that, we're going to have far more problems with alcohol impaired, sex assaults, violence, the whole bit. Okay, what, do you thanks, do when, what do you do when things escalate? Actually, Sean, just if you're still there. No. Uh, the, uh, that's the thing. I, I, I'd be curious to know. That's always the issue, and the police talk about that. It's things, there's the people who get really drunk and disorderly, but there are rules and regulations for that. There's ways you police that. There's ways you find that. You jail people for that sort of thing. There are ways to, uh, to, to manage that, and I think that you have to separate the two between drinking on the beach and a family having a glass of wine and people who are getting drunk and wasted and, and being... Uh, so his point, I think, was we need to make that money off the ticket in the deterrent to deal with the people who are drunk and disorderly and out of hand. And I think that's putting the cost of policing the, the ne'er-do-wells, the hooligans, uh, on the people that are just sitting down know, why and having a... Why not charge $1,000 for people who are rough being hooligans? Why not? Why there not? <laughs> I don't get it. That we makes got, no sense Time for two more calls or three more calls. 604-280-9898. We're going to Jim in Langley. Jim. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Yes. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I noticed in your lead-in you changed the premise somewhat, and I think that change in premise is pretty telltale, because at the outset you started talking about responsible drinking, and now you switch to just drinking. I have no problem with, with responsible drinking. The issue is how do we keep it responsible? How do I go to the beach with my family, my girls, and see somebody next to me get drunk and start making comments or doing things that are inappropriate. I'm with you, by the way. If that's a nuance that you heard, Jim, let me tell you, that is not where Mm -hmm. I'm at with an 11-year-old child, but I'd way rather have somebody sipping a beer next to me than smoking a cigarette next to me at the beach, and that's happening. Well, I I would agree with the cigarette, or if it was pot or anything else that wasn't confined to their own space. Right. But somebody can sit next to me and drink a beer and not bother me in any way, shape, or form. No, if somebody sitting next to me smoking a, a cigarette or a pot does bother me. I can get high off somebody else's pot. But the point I'm getting at is that responsible drinking is not the issue. It never has been. The issue is how do you keep it responsible? And that means either you listen to what that policeman said or you let him make an arrest. And then you go all scaly because he made a judgment call and arrested somebody. I didn't go scaly really on anybody. Did you go scaly? No, he was, yeah. You right. one speaker have been advocating obeying only the laws that you agree with, even in today's <laughs> context. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate you know, that. If, That's Jim from Langley. Go, George. You got you a go minute. To, if you go to Wreck Beach, and not, I've, I've been there, I admit it. Yeah. Um, the alcohol is sold on the beaches there. It's very. It's all, of course, illegal. There's also drugs sold, but you never see problems down there. To be honest, I've been there and down there quite a few times, mm-hmm. and generally, because of there's this culture of allowance, and the police do come down and do fining, and so everybody there is this culture of watching each other and policing each other, and if people do get out of out of hand. Everybody else kind of goes, hey, come on, that's not cool. Yeah, you're going to wreck it, guy. You're wrecking it for you're gonna all wreck of it, us. Lady. 
yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And I think that is the maturity piece. And that's what happens in Europe, which mm-hmm. we referenced off the top. And I love that everybody's chiming in on this and they're very, very passionate points of view about how we can't do that here. And I believe we can. As a born and raised Vancouverite, I think we can grow up to this level and look out for one another and report and it when it's wrong. percent of the people agree with us. I mean, I think majority rules in this one is, come on, people want this. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. That, that should be an album, George Affleck. <laughs> 78% say, yes, they're adults. 22% of you know it's inappropriate. That's our hot question of the day. You can check it out on Twitter, at Jody Vance. Uh, call our buzz line, 604-331-BUZZ, 604-331-2899. George Affleck, Vancouver City Councilor, thank former. Ex, yes. former. Thank Retired. you for being with us. I'll meet you later to yes. do the podcast. Thank you. Unspun on the orca.ca.